Hello, Get Booked listeners. Welcome to The Hand Cell, a special weekly installment of Get Booked that's all about books that we just can't resist shouting about. This is Amanda Nelson, and today's Hand Cell is The Love Songs of W.E.B. Du Bois by Honoré Fanon Jeffers. Let's hear from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Sourcebooks Landmark. So King Solomon says something very interesting to his son before he dies, and that is, quote, don't let the white man take the house, end quote. These, as I just mentioned, are King Solomon's last words to his son as he dies. Now, all four Solomon siblings must return to North Carolina to save the kingdom, their ancestral home, and 200 acres of land from a development company. Told in alternating viewpoints, Long After We Are Gone by Tara Shelton Harris is a searing portrait of the power of family and letting go of things that no longer serve you, exploring the burden of familial expectations, the detriment of miscommunication, and the lessons and legacies we pass on to our children. It's an explosive and emotional story of four siblings, each fighting their own personal battle, because who isn't, who return home in the wake of their father's death. Make sure to check out Long After We Are Gone by Tara Shelton Harris. And thanks again to Sourcebooks Landmark for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Disney Books. Do y'all like Caribbean mythology? What's more, a thriller inspired by Caribbean mythology? If you do, I got something for you. A must-read thriller that draws from the darkest corners of Caribbean mythology from acclaimed author Sarah Das, who crafts a chilling tale of magic, murder, and how far we'll go to protect what's ours. It's perfect for fans of Angeline Bully and Tiffany D. Jackson. So, unlike other people on the small island of St. Virgil, Selena Da Silva does not believe in magic. She has a logical mind. She likes botany. She wants to study pharmacology. But then her mother gets sick and she's tethered to the island and she has to make money. So what does she do? She cons a couple gullible tourists with these useless talismans and phony protection rituals. But then one of the tourists ends up dead and at the center of a strange string of murders. And the truth Selena has been denying can no longer be avoided. There is evil lurking in the forest that surrounds St. Virgil. Now to find out what that evil is, make sure to pick up It Waits in the Forest by Sarah Das. And thanks again to Disney Books for sponsoring this episode. So I picked up the love songs of W.E.B. Du Bois recently. You know, it came out in 2021 and probably doesn't, not probably, definitely doesn't need my endorsement for people to read it. It won the National Book Award, or no, it was nominated for the National Book Award. It's written by a poet, you can really tell. It was an Oprah book club pick, a Goodreads Choice Award nominee, just like tons and tons, shortlisted for the Penn Hemingway Award, very well known. I avoided it for a while because it's huge. (laughs) The book is like 800 pages, um, over 800 pages. And, you know, who has time for that? So I, I haven't picked it up. I avoided it for a long time. And then, I'm sorry, I didn't write down who gave us this feedback but one of y'all out there sent in feedback recommending this book as an answer to a listener who was looking for uh, multi-generational family sagas that took place in the american south and jen and i if you remember that episode kind of struggled with that question it's really difficult to find novels that are multi-generational about the south that aren't gone with the wind which is recommended on every post on the internet you know, that talks about multi-generational family sagas from the South. Of course, that's not even right. (laughs) 
beyond Gone with the Wind having a lot of problems, it's about one person. It's not multi-generational just because it mentions her parents and then also her kid doesn't mean it's multi-generational. So one of y'all wrote us in and we're like, the thing you're looking for is the love songs of W.E.B. Du Bois. And I was like, sold. So I got it from the library, put it on my hold list the next day. It finally came in. And whoever you are out there in the internet, uh, you were right. This is exactly what that person was looking for. Um, and therefore, uh, I am obsessed with it. <laughs> So this is a multi-generational saga, family saga, that begins pre-colonization, uh, right around colonization, uh, with an indigenous family living in what will become Georgia, um, and follows kind of the, the exploits, adventures, and shenanigans of that family from that time through present day. So the main character who kind of anchors the whole story, her name is Ailey. Um, she lives in Atlanta, but she spends summers with her her family in Chickasetta, which is a small town in Georgia, a really little town where her mother's family is from. And it's her mother's family that we're really kind of sticking with through most of the book. You go back and forth in time from like the beginning, <laughs> the very beginning of her family line, which again is uh, starts uh, with an indigenous woman having a son with an escaped enslaved person. And then you follow that kind of family line. So you get both a history of the South uh, and America by way of the history of this family. And the main character herself, Eileen, has uh, two sisters. She's the youngest, I think, of three and is the daughter of a school teacher and a doctor in Atlanta. And, you know, kind of middle class, sort of bougie family, but she spends her summers in the in the country and through the both the flashbacks into her, her family's past and her own kind of digging into her family history you get the full picture of this multi-generational kind of saga and added to it is that she feels the the pressure and the like the voices of all of these women in her family going all the way back uh, including like her mom and her sister but also you know like the founding matriarchs of her family line pushing her to be successful and uh, referencing that you know that kind of inner double consciousness that, uh, you know, Black Americans experience that is referenced in the title because W.E.B. Du Bois talked about it a lot. So it's, for being as thick as it is, over 800 pages, it's a super, super fast read. Um, I got it from the library and then uh, I went out and bought it and <laughs> bought an ebook so I could read it on a plane uh, on a vacation that I took recently. Um, and it's just engrossing. It's a perfect plane read. You know, a lot of times these big, thick works of, of Literary fiction it can be really intimidating because you think they're going to take you forever. And of course, it's going to take a while to get through 800 pages, but it's 800 pages written by a poet with a really fascinating plot. And there's a um, quite useful family tree in the front, although it's not as hard. You know, I have a little bit of trouble sometimes with family sagas, keeping track of who's who, especially once you start getting to like juniors or people named after their great, great, great grandma. And it's like, well, who are we talking about now? But I didn't really have that issue here. So it's written very clearly, very concisely, super engrossing, very poetic and exactly what you should pick up if you're looking for a multi-generational family saga, especially one that takes place in America. So that is The Love Songs of W.E.B. Du Bois by Honoré Fanon Jeffers. Thank you so much to our audio editor, Jen Zink, and to all of you for listening, especially you out there who recommended this book to us, whose name I did not write down anywhere and cannot find. But I appreciate you. You can find more recommendations at bookriot.com and more podcasts at bookriot.com slash listen. You can send us an email if you've got feedback to getbookedatbookriot.com. Please leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or wherever you listen to your shows. And you can find us on social media. I'm on Instagram at I'm Amanda Nelson. And my co-host Jen is on Twitter at Jen IRL and on Instagram at I am Jen IRL. And we will be back on Thursday with a regular episode.